1: it's
0: Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites jackiecation.com, dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com. If you like a determiner, family, pet, ancestry, if you like that joke that I made and then bought a URL because it made me laugh. Anyway, let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song you just heard. He sang it with his wife, Sarah Cohen. He will sing again his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Uh, Vilmos fixes the website, com, and Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio. There are many ways to support the show, including buying the items that are advertised if they are of any interest to you. I check them out, try to make sure that they are good. So that's what you should do if you like the, the idea of some of the items that are being advertised. You could also just donate to the show if you like. The Paypal buttons are on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. And you can just donate to the show. I haven't made it super easy for you to donate regular, but I think PayPal has. You can also Venmo me money if you don't like PayPal. My email address is Jackie at JackieCation.com for such an event. You can support the show by using the Amazon button or banner on JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com. It's just a portal. Brings you over to Amazon. You order like normal. It supports the show. Other ways is you can get merch If you like the idea of a Dork Forest t-shirt, there's two different styles. All the shirts that I sell on JackieCasher.com are union-made here in America, so they run a little big, just so you know. They're Bayside Union t-shirts out of Arkansas. So other than that, you can just talk up the show. You could review it on iTunes or tell your friends and family, this type of thing. You do whatever you need to do to support the show. On the merch page, you if you want to support my stand-up comedy, you can buy my CDs or DVD. Everything's available digitally on Amazon and iTunes and all the places where you you download audio because you can stream it on Spotify and Pandora and all of those things. And my DVD is actually streaming if you don't want to own a hard copy of the DVD, which is only available on JackieCation.com. But if you only want to stream it and just watch it, it's called This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. It is a version of that hour, and it is on ComedyFilmNerds.com on their store page. If you have listened to all of the episodes of The Dork Forest, there are probably a dozen or 20 premium episodes over at TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com. They're just live episodes that cost me a couple of bucks to put up, so... um I charge you a couple of bucks, but there's hundreds and hundreds of free episodes. But if you run out, you can go to the dorkforest.bandcamp.com and get some live episodes if you like. There is a calendar on JackieCation.com that tells you where I'm doing stand-up comedy. This week, I'm in Los Angeles until I head off to open for Maria Bamford in Royal Oak and then Cincinnati. So follow me on Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and all the things at JackieCation. Enough. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation in my Living Room, you guys, and I'm with another, the co-host of Hot Mess Comedy Hour, Emily Lubin. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. I had
1: uh, your co-host, Andrea, on and We Spoke of Rugby and Rage. Oh, wow, yeah. I'm very familiar with her <laughs> history with rugby. <laughs> yes, I
0: imagine you are. Now, you, Emily Lubin, New York comic. Yes. Uh, at Comedy. At uh, Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram, but at Hot Mess Comedy Podcast on Twitter. At Hot Mess Podcast. Hot, oh, just Hot Mess Cop Podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, then. And then at Lubination, which these will all be in the notes, folks, uh, for, to just follow you on Twitter to find out about your stand-up and more about the pod and stuff like that, right? Do it. All right. So, Emily Lubin, we don't know each other. We're going to know about each other. Well, I'm going to know about you and your dorkdom, which seems to be dance movies. Yes how how old how back do you how far back do you go? Oh. are there like a half a dozen that you love the best? what's happening
1: so how far back uh since infancy okay I mean, who was not raised on like dirty dancing flash dance sure uh strictly ballroom although that's kind of a separate genre in a way uh what is the genre? Well the genre How that do you I- split it up. Okay. <laughs> so the genre that I get really into specifically now uh would be like hip hop dance movies with also a dramatic undertone, something at stake. Always something at stake. Yeah. In a dance in a dance
0: off, in a dance movie, there's almost always a B plot that is incredibly dramatic. Oh, yeah. If you think about Footloose and Dirty Dancing, uh, those are two of my great examples of the B-plot being super important.
1: Yeah, Footloose is another huge yes. one. Right, right. And the
0: B-plot, and I've said this a hundred times, I'll say it a hundred times more. Rangers, you know it. Footloose's B-plot, of course, censorship is bad. Mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing's B-plot is keep abortion legal. Uh, so, <laughs> right? So yes. So everything has some sort of, uh, there's there's always,
1: it's to a beat. That's all. Yeah, it's not really about dancing. Right. The, the dancing, dancing is just a bonus. The dancing's a bonus and the dancing is there to add sexual tension. Right. Which you need that. Right. For a good movie. So and
0: for a good and they're usually just they're romantic dance movies is what they usually are. Like there's ice dancing movies. Cutting There's, edge, baby. That's it. There's that's one of them. I can't think of another. Quite honestly, I'm sure there are, but, <laughs> but okay. I
1: can't name them off the top of my head. That's the main one. I think. Yes, I think that is the the the
0: the gold standard.
1: Yeah, and cutting edge. I have to say, um, I loved it when I was younger. Sure. Uh, it Doesn't hold up. Have you tried to watch it kind yes. of recently? Okay. Yeah, all they right. play it on uh, like ABC Family and or like, Hallmark. Or, yeah, all all of those at channels. Christmas. Yeah, around Christmas, um, they'll play it, and it's always very disappointing. I'll want to watch it and get, like, nostalgia for sure. what I loved about it when I was little, but it doesn't really hold. Also, the, the premise is not very strong because it's about, it's about an ice skater who partners with a hockey player. Right, and I don't understand.
0: So he can't play hockey anymore, but he can. there's nothing less demanding about uh, skating, dancing. Professionally,
1: competitively.
0: Ice skating? Like dance? That sounds just as competitive. I mean, I don't know a lot about any of it.
1: It's insanely competitive. And it's also, it's a type of skating that is completely different from the skating involved in, uh, hockey, ice hockey. Right. So not only do you need to have the discipline to be practicing for hours and hours every day, but this is a a new new craft. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and they just throw, they actually put it out there
0: as, oh, this, this will be easy c- compared to what you used to do.
1: Right. It's and just
0: dancing. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's a, this is a, a man's thing, hockey. This will be just like a piece of cake because it's a girly thing. Yeah. And then. Guess and then, what? Guess what? It's never just dancing. <laughs> it's never just anything. No. It's a different skill. You have to relearn it. Yeah. And so, um, I wonder if he did, that was an actor, right? I mean, it wasn't an ice skater guy turned actor.
1: Um, they must have had stunt
0: doubles, right?
1: right. Oh, yeah, no, but it was an actor for right. sure. Yeah, yeah, because
0: because he's an actor. Yeah,
1: and Mo- uh, what's her name, Moira Kelly or Moira? Sure. I Moira think that's Kelly? her name. Good one, it's Moira Kelly. <laughs> right? I don't know. She was in some things back in right, right. The 80s Everybody was working. Yeah, he,
0: he looked sort of like uh, an early version of John Cusack.
1: Or Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, they both have, like, those boyish good looks. Yeah, yeah, that sort of brown
0: hair, normal features. Sandy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and kind of just, like, he looks like somebody that you could have gone to high school with. Very much so. That's how I describe he those too people. too little to be a hockey guy. You think? I thought he was – he looked – I don't know how big hockey guys are. but I don't know. I imagine it's probably like football in that like there are varying sizes depending on like how oh, hard roll? you need to get hit. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. quarterbacks are a little more slender right, typically. Right, because they're usually being protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And they have to have a good arm whereas the running back or the tailback or the um, – Fullback would uh, usually be a little bit more muscular. You seem to know a great deal about football. I watch Friday Night Lights. Okay. That's another (laughs) dorkdom that I have. Zero knowledge about football. Is there any dancing in Friday Night Lights? There ought to be. In season one, the coach's daughter was, um, she did some dancing. (laughs) But the scene in which she did the dancing—it um, was very early two thousands esque. They sure. were wearing lots of layers. Back in the early two thousands, it was very trendy to wear different long tank top, wife beater style okay. tank tops in different colors, and then layer them. Oh right, right. With I skirts that. and leggings that yeah. were also yeah. So it was very. Um, it, uh, it, 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 that that was very present in the dance. <laughs> That's all I remember about it. Um, uh, but I yeah, but that. I mean, that's cutting edge is not, it's, it's like an adjacent, it's a dance movie adjacent right. so film. It, it's
0: not your go-to genre, much like Strictly Ballroom isn't,
1: yeah, right? But they're so. offshoots. They're like, it, it's a similar thing and that I can get into. Push Came to Shove.
0: You would watch such a such a thing if you needed a dance movie.
1: Oh, I would watch it any time yes. of day, any day of the week. If you say, Emily, listen, um, I'm this not doing anything. This is the only anything. dance movie we have. This is all we have. It's on uh, it, it's on Bravo right now. Do you wanna come over and like make nachos and right. watch Strictly Ballroom? I'd be like, I will be there in twenty minutes. Oh my god. The I like the plan
0: where it's someone's called you, you got twenty minutes. I'm gonna start
1: hotting up some cheese. Mm-hmm. Even if it, I know it would take me 25 minutes to get to their house. I will be there in 20 minutes. That's how down I am. Okay, that is uh, the the the
0: nacho edition. I think you sold me. And yeah. I don't even like nachos. So. You don't like nachos? I know it. I'm made of stone. I don't hate nachos, but they're never my, I never order a nacho. They're
1: not your go to app. It's true. It's true. If you had uh, an appetizer sampler, so right. like four appetizers on a plate, right, and, right. and I'm talking any I'm appetizers, yes. but, but your standard apps, like right. Applebee's, TJI Friday, right, diner right. apps, right, right. what would you pick?
0: Well, this is an interesting question. Uh I will answer it if you also then uh I have a food related question. But right back at you. Sure. Uh here's here's what I would get. I would get uh just a, a small it would be appetite. It should be like five wings. I like a wing. Okay. A chicken wing, bone yeah. in, not a tender. Bone not, in. Yeah, not a Okay, uh, are we talking buffalo sauce, teriyaki sauce? I like I like a buffalo. Okay. I like naked uh with a dipping sauce. I don't like a ranch. I just like uh either a dry rub or a hot – Buffalo, standard, original style. Okay, so no ranch, no blue cheese? No, no. I okay. just like to eat... Uh, I like chicken a great deal. Anyway, so a chicken wing. Other than that, on this thing... What are the other options? There are like poppers, there's... A jalapeno uh,
1: poppers, mozzarella sticks, onion rings, potato skins.
0: I like a mozzarella skins. stick. I like a mozzarella stick. Okay. Uh, potato skins, Uh, not so much. Yeah, um, they always sound better than they are. They really do, because you want them to be crispy, and they usually aren't. So, uh, going to go. That, and then... I don't know, mozza, if I were to pick two and then I mean I like fries and rings. hmm Yeah. So but I like mozzarella sticks or like a fried cheese curd. I like better wow. than a mozzarella stick.
1: I've never had Not a that. fried
0: cheese curd. No. I'm from Wisconsin. The fried cheese curd has made a huge resurgence in the last 15 years. Okay. Cheese curd used to be garbage. Uh, they are now some sort of artisanal appetizer that cost uh, $11. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, Is it like to get a good cheese curd you have to go to Wisconsin or – You know, there's kind of they're, – they're doing them in
0: weird little boutique-y uh, diners here. Like mm-hmm. there's a there's a diner on – Ventura called the Blue Jam, and I believe they have a fried cheese curd. Okay. And uh, they're, they're just, you know, it's like somebody from Wisconsin or wherever cheese curds came from was like, we're doing this, and then uh, they brought them here, and then they do them right. And yeah. So I've, I've had mediocre cheese curds as well, and mediocre fried cheese curds, which can be done. Now, here's my question back at you. You're ordering your own pan pizza, so it's just
1: a pizza for you. Okay. What What's your favorite kind of pizza? Plain cheese margarita pizza. Oh, red sauce and cheese. Yeah. I am kind of a snob when it comes to certain foods. Mm-hmm. And it's a very – I'm not proud of this, but it's very <laughs> much – But you've embraced it. I've embraced it's the it. way to go. And I just got to say like these are my flaws. And if you're going to be a part of my life, these are the things that you need to accept about me. I'm from New York, so right. I'm kind of a snob when it comes to pizza and bagels. Okay. So I agree about bagels. Yeah. I don't I have a
0: horse in the in the pizza race. I do not have a horse in the pizza race.
1: So the pizza so the pizza thing I can see a little bit more like why you'd want to throw a lot of toppings on there because it's kinda like um Did you ever go to Cold Stone Creamery? Yes. So the whole idea of Cold Stone Creamery was you pick your toppings and then they mix it all up in front of you. Right. And obviously the first time you go, you think, how could I possibly choose a reasonable number of toppings? Right. The more toppings, the better. The more toppings, the more fun. Yeah. But then (laughs) – if you go a couple times and each time you're getting like seven or eight toppings... You're not eating ice cream. You're
0: not eating ice cream. I'm a bit of an ice cream snob myself. Just because I'm from Wisconsin, I like a frozen custard. Me and too. Oh my I, gosh. When I do an ice cream, I, well, first time I go to an ice cream shop, I always get the vanilla. Because I figure if they do the vanilla right, next time... I could try a mint chocolate chip. I could try a Cherry's Jubilee at a Baskin Robbins. Whatever's happening, but I usually try the you know the vanilla first. You need to start out
1: with vanilla to make sure that you have a. They, good know, product. What yeah. they know what they're doing. Yeah, uh, what they're doing. Yeah, I don't like. The, I don't like um, this negative. Wrap that vanilla has gotten from yeah. some people. People vanilla, say that it's boring. You're- it's not boring. No, it's not boring. <laughs> it's exotic. Vanilla is a blank slate. Okay, That's it? Mm-hmm. vanilla is the true measure of good ice cream. Just like you said, right? Which is the same, I think, for the margarita pizza. Interesting. You're right. If You're I'm right. trying out a new pizza spot for and sure. I've never been there before, especially if it's, um, if it's been labeled as like. Some sort the of best claim. pizza in Brooklyn <laughs> or the best pizza in Manhattan or wherever it is. I'm getting the plain slice. Right. We're going to start at the beginning.
0: Yes. And then – because I because the next thing I usually get uh, – and this did not used to be true. This is currently true. I will get the chocolate because, again, it is underestimated. The yeah. vanilla, the chocolate, they're just – people think that there's some sort of plainness there. No. You're like, that's what you want to start with. You want to start with the first thing. And then make sure they're doing that right. Yeah. And then you wanna put bubblegum and ice cream, first of all, that's between you and your god. I'm not having that. Yeah. But whatever. Some people like it. And uh You like what you like. You like what you like. So I'm gonna but I like to start with the beginning and then get the 'cause I do like I do like mint chocolate chip. And I like uh, uh I like a cherry sometimes with or like a frozen strawberry in
1: it. So whatever. But uh the- I like a good swirl actually chocolate I mean, and vanilla ooh, twist. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll frequently get if I'm getting like a frozen like a custard yeah. or soft serve. Yeah. Interesting. Back to dance movies. I have loved this dance <laughs> a lot.
0: So what so what uh I saw drumline. Is that a
1: dance movie or is oh, that Oh, interesting question, Jackie. So <laughs> it, it I would say it is a similar genre. Drumline, I haven't seen in years, but I remember it being a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I think that what separates this genre that I – Specialize in (laughs) from other genres that might have a dance element or might have a music element, a la Mister Holland's Opus, which is also a great movie, right? But or that's more about music than dance. Yeah, but but Drumline is a little more music than dance too. But what I'm saying, or like School of Rock, like all of these movies are good and they have an activity and (laughs) they're musical and they're fun and they're awesome and. They have a great B-plot, whatever. What separates it for me is the character development because all of these movies start with the same thing. Not necessarily the same type of character, Mm -hmm. but it's a character that has some self-discovery to do. Oh, it's a coming of age. It's a coming of age and it's – this person needs to learn to find themselves and express themselves through the art of dance. Through the art of dance. Yeah. Yes. Um, Talk and to me. so uh, this is where you get into, uh, your save the last dance, your oh. step up, okay, step up, uh, to the streets. Okay. Uh, there's actually three of them. There's a whole trilogy for step up. Okay, um, they're all. Uh, they get actually get mm, the third gets a little dicey <laughs> but uh the second I really like and have an appreciation for so the first two are pretty good the first two are pretty good yeah um for very different
0: reasons so I have never seen save the last dance weirdly enough <laughs> what i don't I don't I think the last dance movie i think it I stopped seeing I think the last dance movie I saw was something like flash dance I didn't even see flash dance Havana
1: you didn't even see Havana Nights? I did not see Havana Nights. Okay, Havana Nights, so this is a little complex, but I think you can handle it, so oh, I'm going to throw this at sure. you.
0: and spoiler alert, it's fine. These are movies from 25 years ago.
1: Go. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to like, yeah, I, I probably will give stuff away, but not at this very moment. And it can't be ruined. Uh, these movies cannot be, be ruined.
0: You're going to be fine. Yeah, Everyone the, knows
1: the that. Nuances and the nuances and the dance sequence, Like you're not losing anything by knowing what is going to happen in the movie.
0: My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Hey, it's another ad for Home Chef. Homechef.com slash dork. Uh, if you enter dork at checkout, you get $30 off your first order. Home Chef is a home delivery of fresh ingredients with recipes where you could make um, different meal, and they deliver it every week. It's great. There's over 15 dinners to choose from each week. Each week it changes, and it's all kinds of meat, all kinds of vegetables. You can identify exactly what you like or don't like and want and don't want and what you're allergic to or aren't allergic to. The recipes are simple to cook but full of flavor, even if you're not a great cook. And if you are a good cook, it's kind of an interesting way to try new stuff and uh, new ingredients, And they have more advanced recipes and simpler recipes for for all the different levels, which is kind of great. And if you're doing it, let me know. Let me know what uh, recipes you guys did. So you go to homechef.com slash dork. You enter dork at checkout and you get $30 off your first order. Let's get back into the show.
1: The sequel to any of these movies, it never follows the format that I'm talking about with the character okay. going on a sort of like Homer-esque odyssey okay. of self-discovery. Well, the inner journey is usually the second one the is first. not that. So that's always the first movie. The second movie is – um it's always a little bit more like now we have something to prove. Oh right, right. Yeah. Of course, They're So the champion. They gotta, they gotta defend the belt or uh-huh. whatever. They ha- yeah, they have to stand their ground and make sure that n- nobody comes and stomps on their turf. Fair enough. Okay. So, so that's like step up to to use that as as an example. Step up the original, which I never saw. What, now, who was in that? What was in that? What was it about? Uh, step up. One mm-hmm. stars uh, the very talented Channing Tatum. Okay. A young who I've Channing heard of. Tatum sure. and Jenna Dewan, who I've then became Jenna Dewan Tatum after meeting him in this movie. Oh my god, did they fall in love and they get married? Fell in love in real life and got married. Now this That's how we want showbiz to work. It's it's like a dream come true in real life. It's like you're seeing dreams unfold on the screen, right. and then it manifests itself in real life. It's right. just so beautiful. It doesn't have a happy ending because they actually just got separated or divorced like right. two weeks ago or something. Well,
0: Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie uh, met, and he was married to someone else. That's less exciting. That's true. Uh, yes, but – uh, th- these are work romances, you guys. Things happen. And, and they're
1: real people. They're, re- they're the actually ra- Relationships are complicated, you Very know? Very much so. Anyway, so step up. Okay, so, so step Ch- up. Channing Tatum. So Channing Tatum is a kind of like down on his luck – foster kid he grew up in the foster system and he doesn't really have a direction of his life he gets in a little bit of trouble he and his friends break into a school at night and they um they vandalize one of the rooms like the concert room or something so it's a performing arts high school aha that they break into As his punishment, rather than going to, say, juvie or doing uh, community service where he's picking up trash on the side of the street or what have you, he has to do community service at the school, the dance school. Okay. So he has to basically be a janitor. So he's a janitor, and then he meets Jenna Dewan, who is a very type A, very accomplished dance student and she's a senior and at the end of the senior year they have a showcase and she's all stressed out because she needs to perform well in the showcase because every uh, director of every dance school and dance company is going to be there to see her perform yes stakes are high stakes Stakes are are high high. (laughs) so Channing um, he sees her practicing and she needs a partner because her partner has an accident during rehearsal, breaks his leg. So it goes. That's way, the way it goes. goes. So she's planning to do a solo because she can't um, find a new partner. Right. So then he's like, I'll be your partner. Sure, you will. And she's like, you can't dance. That's ridiculous. And then, but he proves to her that actually he can dance. It's the goodwill hunting of dancing. It is the goodwill hunting of (laughs) dancing. Exactly. And he has his own style. He's clearly not a classically trained dancer. Okay. But he has his own, you know, hip hop flair that adds just the right pizzazz to her ballet routine uh-huh. that she needs to stand out in this showcase. Makes it pop. Makes it pop, makes it flash, <laughs> sets it off. Sets the whole thing off. So, they perform together and uh and it turns out and so they they spoiler, they do fall in love in sure, the end. Sure. But I think the more important takeaway is right. that he Fell in love with dance and learned how to be his truest self.
0: That's it. It's given him sort of a direction in life.
1: Yeah, it's a. That's what we all need. We all need a direction. Just some sort we of we just task need to be pointed in the do. right direction. Yes. we just need to be told. Yes, you can come to this dance school on a full scholarship. <laughs> and no, I don't care that you've never taken a lesson in your right. life. And is he You're younger just than that her? Fly. Like, is he? Um, is he a high school kid as well? He's a high school kid as well, but I don't know that it. I think in this imaginary world, it doesn't quite matter what year you are in school. Right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. it just sure, matters right. about your level of accomplishment.
0: Right. Sure. It's all just, it's merit-based. Yes. I like that. I like that. What about Step Up? I never said, no, who's that is, Step So up? that's Step that Up. Step Up. That's oh, Step Up. Sorry. What was Saved by the, saved the Last
1: Dance? Oh, one of my favorites. Okay. Um, okay. What years are these? Are they early 2000s or... Step Up was probably 2005. Okay. Or 2006. That that 12 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Save the Last Dance was earlier. Save the Last Dance was... I would say the year 2000 to 2001. Okay. Um, so I actually – I saw it in theaters. Okay. I was in middle school at the time. Right, right. And uh, I saw it in theaters. And, and it was a dream come true. Actually – saved the, the last dance. So uh, – okay. I believe his name is Sean Patrick Thomas. He is so handsome. <laughs> I loved him – from the first time I laid eyes on him, I still love him. I don't know what he's doing now, but if you hear – you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening, We're please in Los reach Angeles out to me. Jack We're Jackie in Los
0: I will be your Tinder connection. Yes. And we'll meet in a, a, a third a, – a, 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 a separate place. How incredible would that be
1: if I – It would I, be amazing. If I, I got say? to – and like he taught me how to dance too. <laughs> this is another thing. I am not a dancer. I – look goofy no matter what I do. I took a hip-hop class when I was in uh, the eighth grade, and I had this affliction that I I like to describe as raptor arms. I never knew what to do with my arms, so they kind of just like hang right. hung at the sides. Okay. And I did this all the time, not just when I was dancing, but my dance teacher was the one who pointed it out to me. Um, and said, you know, you need to find a way to relax your arms because you're making the whole thing look clunky. Right. And it made me so self-conscious that now whenever I try to dance, I so don't want to revert back to the raptor position right. that I end up doing these weird mimey bar mitzvah dances <laughs> that look ten times dorkier than the raptor arms did right. to begin with. right? Um, but anyway, so so I'm not a dancer, so it's it's kind of like, I think another reason why I enjoy them so much is because it feeds into my fantasy that I have that right. I'm on the dance floor and I'm like killing it, and I'm also falling in love at the right. same time. Right, right, right. You know, so what I these mean? are these are two solid dreams that you're like they're happening on this movie combined into one. Yeah. Um. So, Save the Last Dance also stars Julia Stiles, who had a moment in the early 2000s. She was in Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's still. I mean, she's, she's still, still a working, working actress, yeah. but like she had a a moment. She was kind of like a, in all those teen movies. Right. Right. So she the basic storyline and this is one of my favorite this this I think is one to, one of the most um quintessential plot lines for like this genre. I okay. think it's the perfect case study actually. So she um is pretty privileged you get the sense uh yep. she's a ballet dancer and mm-hmm. she's been doing ballet forever she's trying to go to juilliard uh-huh. and um in the beginning this is all shown as a montage so it's it's she's sitting on a train you know and she's looking real sad you know she's <laughs> headed somewhere and this is like serious um so then it there are a series of flashbacks and it's showing the montage of everything that happened until then okay so she grows up really privileged. She's a ballet dancer. She wants to get into Juilliard and she uh, lives with her mom and it seems like her dad's not in the picture. So it's a single mom. Okay. And the mom's very supportive of her and she has this audition coming up. A lot of these things revolve around auditions, by the way. Oh, sure. A lot of them because it's like the it's peak a chorus of, line. I Need to Impress. Yeah, yeah it's very uh, chorus line-esque. Yeah. Um, so she keeps telling her mom, like, Mom, you have to come to my audition for Juilliard. Even though – I've never even heard of, like, people showing up to watch your audition to get into a college. Right. I've never – but maybe that is a thing. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it was right. just added for it's, flair. Just she needed
0: the s- support, like – I've heard of parents – The moral support.
1: Yeah, the, the like
0: they, – they go – they drive with you, and then they wait sort of in a waiting area, But they're not allowed yeah. in the room, I don't think. No, she
1: wanted her in the room to watch her dance. Fair enough. So <laughs> – so and the mom is like, oh, I don't know if I can make it. Like she has oh, something. She's a worker. Or- yeah, she has something else that she needs to do. And she and Julia Stiles is like, no, mom, you have to be there. She's kind of being a little bratty. Uh huh. And then it shows her mom rushing in the car to her audition, and she's no! in the middle of her audition. You can see she's really pissed because her mom's not there, and then her mom gets in a car accident and dies. She On knows. the way to the audition, are these Disney
0: movies? They're killing the moms. They're killing the dads. They're breaking the legs of the people. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, they. I mean, they, they definitely. have, took you have a page to artificially. Out of that
0: book. Yeah, you have to artificially create tragedy. Yeah, and get there quick if you're going to have this r- coming of age thing. Somebody has well, to be an orphan if they have to figure their shit out.
1: Yeah, well they needed. They needed two things from this this setup. They needed her. To physically have to move to the new place, so the the where she's headed on this train is to Chicago, where her dad lives, who's been absent from her life. Oh, okay. Because she doesn't have a mom anymore, she has to go live with her dad. Right. Um, her dad lives on uh the south side of Chicago. Oh, so which, that's uh, so Richie Rich is now going to have to live with the common man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. so and and you feel you know pretty bad for her because he lives in. A very broken down apartment, the wallpapers peeling off the walls, there's sirens in the background. <laughs> there's all the signs of like, this is not. There's crime. There's, there's crime. crime. Yes. Um, and he is a jazz musician, her dad. Okay. So he's kind of like not really there also and she needs somebody to be there for her and he's not. So right. it's, you know, you have a lot of empathy for her. Right so uh, so they needed they needed the mom to die so that she would have to go to Chicago and live with her dad and be in this rough circumstance but also they needed her mom to die because when her mom died since it was while she was dancing and during this big audition and and all of this drama was revolving around her wanting her mom to be at the audition, she quits dancing. She shuts it down. Yeah. She's like, not anymore. Not anymore. I can't dance anymore because uh, as it's she it's- says in the film, she was dying while I was dancing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow clap, you guys. She was dying crap right
1: there. while jack I was dancing clap. and I was mad at her is the direct quote. So – Um. So she's going to a brand new high school. She's down and out. She doesn't have anything in her life anymore because her life was about dancing. It's her truest love. Right. So Um, now now she, now she's just going to class and kind of multiple. Just going to high school. It's her senior year. Same uh, idea. Like she doesn't have a direction to go in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she starts making friends uh, and she also meets this guy um, who is uh, kind of like her foil in a way, if you're familiar with that trope. Like, they're very similar in that they both love literature. They meet in English class, but she, he reflects the things that she's annoyed with about herself. Okay. So she doesn't like him at first because okay. he's kind of a smart aleck and they have like arguments in the class about what Hemingway is writing about and all this <laughs> bullshit, right? Right, right. Because when you're 17... Yeah, yes. what else are you going to argue about? Exactly. You're the only two smart people in this right in the class school of- full of criminals. So <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? But she... So she hates him, but really she's attracted to him. And sure. There's sexual tension. You could cut it with a knife. Sure. So... <laughs> Simultaneously, um, they all, all the like cool kids in this school go to this nightclub and uh, they have fake IDs. There's a whole storyline about the fake IDs and like they get her into this nightclub. And he comes up to her, asks her to dance, but she doesn't know how to dance hip hop style. She's a prima ballerina, but she has no idea how to kill it on the dance floor in right. the south side of Chicago, okay? Right, right. No clue. So they're like two-stepping, and she doesn't really know what she's doing, and it, it sparks this relationship that they have. Uh, they don't hate each other anymore. They've broken right. the ice. They're now friends, and he, for some reason offers or she asks it. Does, it's not explained, but right. they, they start having dance lessons together. Okay. So they meet in like this weird abandoned building. Cause there's always abandoned buildings. Right. Right. That rehearsing. where you could have a boombox going. Totally. Let's do this. And he teaches her, like, hip-hop moves. Okay. And they go up in the club, and they do these weird choreographed dances that you would never do in real life. You would look like a total dork. Right. But in this version of reality, everyone's staring, and they want in on it. Right, right, yeah. Um, Now, okay, so while this is happening, they're getting closer, and he discovers that she knows ballet. She had never even mentioned ballet before. Sure. So he takes her, her, it's her secret. She can't share it with anyone. No. So he's like, I'm going to do something nice for her. Um, So I'm going to take her to the ballet. So he takes her to the ballet. She's, Tears are streaming down her face. It's triggering a lot. Oh yeah. And then after that is the infamous scene where she explains why she doesn't dance anymore, oh, right? And how her mom died, and how like she can't. She killed her with her dancing. She killed her with her dancing. Yes. And her bad attitude. And her, yes. And now like she she can't she can't do the thing she loves because her mom isn't there. Right. So. In about uh, 20 seconds, he convinces her that she should (laughs) start dancing again. Well, your mom would want you to,
0: right? Yes, exactly. This type of thing. Your mom
1: would still want you to be happy and pursue your dreams. Right, she tried to make it. That's why she was coming to see it, kid. I know, it's actually, when you think about it, it's actually like dishonoring her by not doing it right right because she literally died trying to see you do the thing that she wanted you to do
0: i never even thought of it that way (laughs) like we're unlocking so many layers to this it's beautiful you guys oh by the way i'm talking to uh, emily lubin and it's lubination on twitter of course and it's hot mess comedy hour on instagram and hot mess comedy podcast Hot Mess Podcast. Just Hot Mess
1: Podcast It's very confusing. Twitter. Twitter doesn't let you have as many characters as Instagram, so it's always, like, very yeah, tricky. Yeah. So, and it's on iTunes. It's on all the things. You yeah, guys it's know. wherever you get podcasts. It's the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Get it? Okay, so. So. Hot, now she's back. So now she's back. She's getting back in shape. She plans to have another audition at Juilliard. Oh. Now this is where things start getting messy. <laughs> so... Uh, Everybody is really not into the whole idea of Derek and Sarah dating. Those are the two characters. Sure. Because they are interracial. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I didn't even get into this before. It's a whole other layer. It's a whole other layer. literally every single person in their lives are telling them that this is a bad idea for them to date because Derek is – On the south
0: side of Chicago. On the south side of Chicago. In
1: 2000. Mm-hmm. People are saying you're not
0: gonna. There's too much melanin. There's not enough melanin. What's happening?
1: Well, as Derek's friend Malachi says to her mm. at the nightclub, "Uh, your milk and we're oil, and there ain't no point trying to mix milk and oil." This yeah.
0: is a, he's 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 making a different. Who wrote this? Anyway. (laughs) He's mixing (laughs) metaphors for sure.
1: For sure. It's not a, it's a very poorly written
0: movie. (laughs) Looking back. And yet you were a child and loved it. And do they rise above it? They rise above it. They they rise above it.
1: They rise above it. She goes to the Juilliard edition. He is there. He's there filling the spot in her heart that her mom left. Right. And uh, once again, which is also kind of a theme in step up that I covered, um, her the flair that she learned from the hip hop yep. adds to the power oh, that's of her it. dance. Yeah. So in her so she does one technical routine mm-hmm. that shows that she's a bomb ass ballet dancer. Right. And then her second routine is kind of freestyle. She's wearing leather pants, she does a flip, she does this cool thing with a chair. Right. Um and it's all like kind of inspired by what he has taught her. Fair enough. Yeah. So then
0: it that so all all things come together and love triumphs. Yeah.
1: Through the power of dance. Through the power of dance. That's great. Is there a saved save the last dance 2? Not that I know of, but I can't <laughs> say with certainty. I would never watch a sequel. This movie to me is too pure. My ad, my ad,
0: my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Hey you guys. It's Jackie Cation for Away Travel. It's luggage with power. That's their slogan because the carry-ons have a USB port that will charge your iPhone. Two different carry-ons that will – they have a carry-on size, a bigger carry-on size. They also have a medium or a large for extended stays. But awaytravel.com, the carry-on size – you can plug your iPhone in. It'll charge it like five times in in one time. It is made of high-quality materials. It's a lower price than a lot of stuff. It's got a really good four-wheel rolly system. That's my favorite kind, uh, the four-wheel. And this one, I got the the smaller carry-on, and it's got a compression system, so you can fit – actually, I can fit a full weekend of stuff in – the carry-on, and then I could just do merch in the other bag. But it's a premium German polycarbonate with strength and impact resistant. It's very lightweight, actually. But there's 360 spinner wheels, four of those. There's a TSA combo lock. And um, the the carry-ons have USB port chargers, which is my favorite thing about it, quite honestly. There's a lifetime warranty, 100-day trial offer. There's free shipping in the lower 48. If you're in New York City, Away Travel has a brick-and-mortar store. And for listeners, obviously, $20 off a suitcase if you go to awaytravel.com slash dork. So the promo code is dork. I have the carry-on size. I have the small carry-on size because I do – I always check a luggage with merch. But uh, I love the USB port and it, it rolls really good. Let's get back into the show. I have the same feeling about the movie Overboard. Which is just going to reroll. Yeah, uh, why are remade.
1: they rebooting that? I, I saw that trailer. Why are they doing that? Andy has a
0: theory, and it is that the
1: woman who's playing the Goldie Hawn part
0: has always wanted to be Goldie Hawn.
1: Anna Ferris, that's yes. who's playing it. Yeah, she does look a lot like Goldie Hawn. And but she's to- not playing her character. She is playing, they're doing a swap. So she's playing the Kurt Russell character and whoever. Oh. I'm not sure who's opposite of her in the movie. Right. Is playing the Goldie Hawn character because if they were to remake it today, it would be it would come off super misogynistic.
0: Right, right. Because he's he's got her he's got her working uh, nine to five. He's yeah, got her, yeah. The last episode, by the way, was with Amy Miller and her dorkdom was Dolly Parton. So I've been listening oh, wow. to Dolly Parton for two days, and then she gave me uh, the best little whorehouse in Texas, which I've yet to watch. Uh, so fantastic, which I've never seen, and uh, but I've never day, seen it either. Uh, nine to Five and Best Little Whorehouse in Texas sound fascinating, quite honestly. I, I Dolly think Dolly Parton saw... fascinates me too. There's yeah. something
1: really uh, melancholy about her.
0: She wrote uh, the Whitney Houston. Like, she's. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I know about Dolly Parton and Whitney Houston, let's do that, uh, <laughs> could fit on the head of a pin. So You need to know more. I, I needed to They're know two a a bit power, more. They were powerhouse women. They were powerhouse ladies rocking it back in the day. And. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was. Um, I don't. Okay, so overboard. Yeah, so they switch it. They switched it, and that's I think that's
1: probably. I that mean, might it's fix prob- it, Actually, actually, you think? Well, I think, it, or make it into a different movie. Anyway. I think. Yeah, the best that I could hope for it is that it'll make it into a completely different movie. Yes. That like we won't <laughs> be- need to compare the two so much. We could kind of just judge it on its own, but like because overboard holds up only because it's a caricature.
0: Yes, and it isn't, and so well acted in my opinion. Right, it, as far as like romantic comedies go, it is uh, an
1: adorable mess. Yes, and it's not. That's it, another example of two uh, characters that are destined for love in the movie, yes. and also found love in real life. And they've been together for like thirty-five years I or know. something or more. Incredible! I don't even know. It's adorable.
0: So, okay. Goldie and Kurt, my heart Goldie and out Kurt. to you. They're they're great. Okay, so those two movies what else what other movies is, so, are in that genre
1: yeah so uh you got your center stage are you familiar with center stage i've never even heard of that one you got to get up on it so <laughs> center stage it's it's actually also a ballet movie a lot of these movies and uh some of my favorite ones incorporate different styles of dancing because um because I think that they challenge your idea of what that style is. Did you ever take dance as a like besides that hip hop class in junior high? You know, I, I took ballet when I was really little, like the same way that a lot of girls take ballet. Yeah, but my part of it might be that my sister took ballet for years, um, all through high school. She went to a ballet camp. And was, oh, so she was ballet kid. Yes, she was a ballet kid and always really into it. Um, so you had access to no, – because I, I didn't know anything about ballet. I
0: took ballet in college uh, I, uh, for, oh, you as did? an elective. As, yeah, it was just uh, – we, we had to answer this question why we, why we took it. And uh, I said I wanted to learn how to cross the room on gossamer wings. and um, I don't even know what that means. It's a, it's a thing that's – it's it's dumb. Okay, it's just a thing that I. It's like a, a, a gossamer was a is a is a is a cloth.
1: Okay, and it's sort
0: of like they made veils out of it, and they were like, is it, was, it
1: like um, is it like a um? So in the wind, it blows
0: like a like, like a chiffon. Yes, okay, it, it's sort of like that, but but even lighter. So, wow, lighter than a chiffon. Yeah, very light. That um, sounds delightful. I, I, I don't I don't have the weights of of different. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, yeah you have I' read these. It, I either read it in a romance novel or I read it in some other historical fiction novel, and uh, I thought the line was funny, yeah, and, but I wanted to take it just to, um, it just seemed interesting to take ballet
1: one time. So I, I took, took modern it. dance in college as an elective, also what but, was that crawling around on the floor a lot uh, it was it was i mean it's. A lot of the moves are similar to ballet, like there is a plie, there is a, um, okay. sachet, like whatever, but they're more staccato. Okay. They're less, and, and more, everything's turned in, whereas in ballet, everything's turned out. It's much more loosey-goosey and open to interpretation. Yeah. Um, I liked it, but, yeah. but, yeah, my, my sister, Loved ballet, um, and she also loved dance movies. I think we really bonded with each other by watching these movies, Center Stage being a main one. Um, When did that one come out? uh, Is that an early Late 90s. Oh, late 90s, so even earlier. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's earlier than Save the Last Do you remember who's in that one, or...? Uh, actually, a young Zoe Saldana, isn't oh, it? Really? Yeah, she plays like the badass ballet dancer that has a lot of talent, but none of the respect for the teachers and like smokes cigarettes <laughs> out, like outside the, uh. Who knew the rebels that are in ballet? Oh, yeah, and like there's the, one of the one of the major reasons why her uh, dance instructor doesn't like her is because she shows up on the first day wearing like this funky sheer black leotard with a high neck and a, uh, like a sarong tied around (laughs) like a tropical colored little scarf tied around her waist. Right. And the instructor goes up to her and says, "Um, we have a dress code here, black leotard, pink tights. And uh, Zoe Saldana just looks back at her and says, stylish and blows a bubble with her chewing gum and the instructor says uh you can't be chewing gum in here and she swallows the gum <laughs> right in front of her so she's a badass and we all know that's that oh is, yeah uh, it's gutsy stuff yeah especially you're,
0: if you're like 11 watching that going oh, oh
1: yeah God. she doesn't give a fuck about authority <laughs> she doesn't give a Fuck. I wanted to be Zoe Saldana in this movie. Oh, my God. But she's so talented, and they can't, you know, she she kind of gets away with it because she's so, she oh, just sure. has the raw ability to yeah, dance. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so so there's her, and then everybody else, I actually don't know their names, but some of the actors in it are legit ballet dancers, and I have gone to ballets since. Well, that's cool. Um, and seen their pictures in the- Yeah, yeah. Um, in the program. Right. Um, so it had that element too of like, it was a little bit more, there was a lot of ballet in it. Right. Was she a broken, broken home, broken home? So no, this one is a little bit different. So this one is about a girl who, um, gets into this ballet school. And the idea of the ballet school is it's an alternative to college. So this is where serious dancers go when they want to dance professionally. Okay. And they have a program like, a. Um, Like a
0: tech school kind of thing.
1: Yeah, kind of yeah. like a, a tech school. So they're th- that's all they're doing all day. I don't see them going to any legit classes at right. all that are not dance related. Um, But so day in and day out, they're learning from the best people who work at this dance company that owns the school. And the idea is at the end of the year, they pick three boys and three girls to be in the company. Okay. So... Everybody's trying to show up. Everybody wants to do their best and impress the teachers and the director of the company who is played by Peter Gallagher, I just remembered. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, So the pressure's on and the idea – you get the idea from the beginning that they don't really pick her to be in the program because she's a phenomenal dancer. They pick her because she's really beautiful. Oh. So – Even in- They picked her for her looks. For her looks. Yeah. So they you see kind of interesting You you hear them whispering about her in the beginning when she's having her audition to get into the school, and they're saying, Oh yeah, her turnout kind of sucks and she's not she doesn't have great feet. Like she clearly, like all of these ideals that they want in a ballet dancer, she doesn't really have the natural ability the way that Zoe Saldana has. Right. But but they're like, Oh, but look at her, like she looks so beautiful when she's dancing. So she gets in. Right. So it's very clear from the beginning that like she's the underdog. She's not. Cause there are amazing, amazing dancers at this school. <laughs> right. And she just, all she has is these amazing good looks.
0: Yeah. Which is such an interesting twist of something to do. That's fascinating because, I mean, that's real. That's as real as anything, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, people skating
1: by on their good looks to like try to get ahead. Not in this getting world. into
0: things because they're not good looking. Yeah, is this weird? And then so then she has to prove
1: herself that she she is also uh, can do the work. Oh yeah, and she and you see her really going through the process. They they actually I think midway through the program, the director brings her in, and he wasn't involved in the selection process. It was you know they were selected by a team of. Whatever, experts like in the an city. Admission or, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he brings her in and he's saying, you know, you've been at this for weeks and weeks and we don't see you improving. So I'm just trying to be realistic with you. Like, this might not be the right place for you. And she can't accept it. She just, this is what she wants. And all her friends are telling her, no, stick it out. Um, but she didn't, this is severe. Like, she didn't go to college because she wants to be a professional ballet dancer. Right. Right. So so she's busting her ass you see her working overtime her feet are bleeding like it's wow. it's not a joke right and she uh she also gets involved with one of the principal dancers at the company okay Oh wow, an uh, they're adult. sleeping together. Oh yeah. yeah okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, a little May December. A little seedy. A little uh may not hold up. <laughs> yeah, but. definitely not. There's mm-hmm. some manipulation going on and we've all been there. But <laughs> she uh you know, I'm not going to get too into it, but I have related to this girl at some points in my life. So, yes. She um so she gets he gives her they 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 like the Step Up movie, they have a showcase at the end, and people come and see it and judge how good they are, and that's how they pick the people who are going to be in the company. Fair enough. So there are oh sorry, there are different. Nice. I uh, I uh, tap the mic for those sitting at home. Yes. I uh, so she gets into. They have a few different ballets that they're going to be showing at the showcase, and they're all directed by different people at the company. So the guy who she was sleeping with, right. He wrote a ballet himself. Yes, he wrote a fresh new ballet that has like Michael Jackson music in it, and very you know outside the genre Mm -hmm. once again, outside the genre. Um, (laughs) and he casts her as the lead. Okay, now are they still together when he casts her as as the lead in the begin in the very beginning? they're still sleeping together and you can tell that he wants to leave the door open a little bit but he doesn't want to be with her for real. Right. She she's like kind of really falling, enamored with him, yeah. kind of falling in love with him it seems, but he doesn't want anything to do with her. He, he just, just wants to she's super with her. pretty.
0: So yeah. they had sex.
1: Yes. Okay. Um but he casts her anyway. To some he, extent. He, he ca- casts her anyway because, you know, he She's like his muse in a way. You get a very like you get kind of a Scarlett Johansson with Woody Allen okay vibe. Yes. Like this is kind of this is kind <laughs> of okay. creepy, but also like I see what he, where, what this is. Yeah, okay. He, it, it's almost as if he were to say like I wrote this ballet and I can't imagine anyone else to be the lead okay. because I need this like young, sexy, vivacious girl, and that's you. Okay. He, he didn't say as much Any of that. But but you get but the yeah, vibe, right? So. She's in the play uh, – sorry, the ballet, and um, and as they're rehearsing for it, they have this huge falling out. She realizes that he doesn't want to be with her. She gets super mad, and, um, and then there's a whole B-plot with, like, one of her classmates who's in love with her, mm-hmm, sees mm-hmm. that she's in love with the director. Right. So he has to inspire her to take – out whatever she's feeling. Yep. And just dance. Dance. Whatever you're feeling, just yeah. dance it. Dance it out. Yes. Yes. So she does. She kills it in this ballet. hmm And uh, in the end, there's kind of a twist. She doesn't... Um, They call her in to tell her whether she got into the company or not. And she's like, uh, I'm going to stop you right there. I don't want to know if I got into the company. Um, I'm going to go be a principal dancer in this dude's company because he's starting his own company. Oh, the director. Yeah. Okay. So he, so instead of her original dream, which was to be in this huge ballet company that has a lot of prestige that she's probably like wanted to be in since she was a child. Right. She chooses to be in a place where she feels she can really shine. Interesting. What a weird movie! Yeah, super weird. <laughs> it's very enjoyable, though. It I highly sounds, recommend it. It sounds amazing.
0: Does she end up? Um, is there a love interest with the with the, the, the inspirational friend?
1: friend guy? Yes, the inspirational friend. They end up together.
0: Oh, that's very adorable. Yeah. And um, now we've now we've we've gone through three films here. We've gone through uh, Step Up. We've gone through Save the Last Dance, and now Center Stage. Mm-hmm. Do you you know how there is those B plots in? Footloose and Flashdance? yeah, do you see any sociopolitical uh introduction like um my other example is blue Crush. remember oh, blue Crush? you know what? I never saw blue Crush well the 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 B plot of Blue Crush is that true happiness is found through corporate sponsorship that is that is the message
1: oh my God, I need um, to see
0: it now yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And uh it's a surfing movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm and, familiar with it and I've been told to watch it. It that was another movie that was very of the moment, like in right. the early two thousand. Right, right. It
0: was it's uh yeah, it's dumb but enjoyable. Do
1: they want to be professional surfers? Is yeah. that yeah. Yeah. okay. And
0: and and uh it's essentially it's a it's Lilo and Stitch, but Great movie. Uh, <laughs> but uh not animated. And um And no aliens. No aliens and surfing. So, but, uh, but it's, you know, it's a story, it's a, it's a coming of age kind of thing as well. Cause she mm-hmm. wants to surf and and the boys don't want her to surf and of course people, don't. right. Everybody's
1: then, trying to keep women down, trying to keep women down. Yeah. Man.
0: And, uh, so, but she is a really good surfer and so she's looking for corporate it's sponsorship. Kate. Pause. We're uh, probably. Right? Sure. Uh, she seems, uh, very fit. Does a lot of sit-ups? Oh yeah, think it's all working
1: out for, her? and yeah, uh, she's looking
0: snatched
1: always,
0: <laughs> always. Right. So I was just wondering, like, is there any sort of like sometimes it's a it's a it's a it's just the the weirdest little message of like, no people should study really hard or people should you know I'm trying to figure out like overboard. It was the original overboard was that don't give up on yourself um, because of. The um the mini golf the mini golf was uh, oh yeah, yeah. that yeah, was yeah. that was the that was the b plot for me was that even if your dreams uh are are not global they are value
1: right yes and another thing that I took away from it was that you know when she had unlimited money and unlimited resources, she was doing nothing with her life. And then when she had, you know, very minimal resources, lived a much simpler life, that's when her creativity, she was really able to access her creativity. So I actually took it from the perspective of like, how to succeed creatively? Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, Goldie Hawn in, in *Overboard*. Yeah, yeah. It, um, yeah, because I think that the regular plot of that was how to turn her sort of into a whole person, right? Yeah, where she started giving back to those kids and she started learning how to take care of herself. And it was not this uh, go find my. I dropped an earring in mm-hmm. somewhere between fifty Life is second not about and fifty sixth. Yeah, yeah, and it's she was just like. They're, it's kind of about material things, but it's not, it's right. So I I don't know, like center stage, does
1: she, uh, does she have parents in this? She has parents and her parents are not supportive of her at all. They wanted her to go to regular college. They wanted her to go to college. They really tried to talk her out of it. And it's, it's interesting because it's, that's very uh, practical. And especially considering the fact that she is not, a good dancer. Right. She's not the greatest dancer. They, they've given her – these dance school people have given her this sense of false hope that she's going to make it into this company. And in the beginning, it really looks like she's not going to. Right. Um, you don't – it turns out in the end that you don't know if she was going to make it or not. But, right. But um, her parents were not wrong to say – you know, University of uh whatever Massachusetts Illinois. has yeah. a great dance program, honey. You can still dance, you don't have to do it professionally. They seem like assholes for saying that, but they're not. They just want her to live a happy, successful life. Right, right. And and
0: this is this is a crapshoot that she's giving essentially she's giving up a year, right? Yes. And to to give a hundred and ten percent and then she'll find out if she makes this this thing. And what happens at the end is we don't find out if she would have made it, but she does professionally start to dance yes. with this guy. Yeah, And, um, that's kind of, I mean, it's, it's such a story of, of, of showbiz uh, in general.
1: It actually, it, it is, it is. And, and there are other characters in it that kind of fit with that theme. Like there's a girl in it, who um, they essentially kick her out of school because they, she's gained too much weight. Oh, right. So there's that.
0: Well, you know, um, I've said this too before. It's like Two Weeks Notice and mm-hmm. um, the music one with Drew Barrymore. Music and
1: lyrics. Music
0: and lyrics, right? A couple of great movies written and directed by the same guy. And both of them. That makes so much sense. Yes. He also did the one with Sarah Jessica Parker and um, Hugh Grant. It's a, it's, it's a triple – it's a triptych. The one with Sarah Jessica Parker is horrible. It's uh, something about the Morgans.
1: Oh, um, did you hear about the Morgans? Something like yeah, that. No. Yeah, it's
0: terrible. Okay, it, but the, those other two are great uh, in the world of romantic comedies. Yeah, they are a delight. And yeah, there is
1: something to be said for a romantic comedy done well.
0: And he nailed it. And but he's only really good in both cases. He was in New York, and for some reason in the city it worked. He stuck those people in the woods in Colorado, and it all fell apart. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why he took him on to New York. Yeah. Anyway, he should have stuck him in a different city maybe. But uh, he put him in the woods and he doesn't know how to write the woods uh, for some reason. He can Maybe only he write, just doesn't
1: know the woods. He needs I don't to write he, what he knows. He
0: totally needs to – because music and lyrics was hilarious and sweet and funny. And so was two weeks notice. How do and, you feel about 50 First Dates? Uh, I was driven mad by 50 First really? Dates. Really? Yes, because I was like – First, Adam Sandler drives me a little nuts um, just because I think I missed the window where I was supposed to like him. Uh, uh-huh. So it was – I think I saw him too late. I actually saw him do a set about a month ago, and it made me like him more. Really? Uh, right, uh, because his stand-up was – it came from a real place. It was honest. It wasn't gross at all. And uh, I was pleased as punch.
1: And he also didn't run
0: the light. He did like 15 to 17 minutes. Really? And he was supposed to do 12, which means he might have gone over five minutes, which is nothing.
1: Wow, I'm so happy to hear that, actually. I was psyched. Yeah, you don't see that happen. Right. More often what happens is that, you know, people will reach a relative success early on with comedy, and then they'll have a window into comedic acting, and then they just kind of – not coast on that, but they, they fall into that for a while and then maybe try to do stand-up again and it's just – it doesn't and they translate. they get right. It doesn't translate
0: or they, they don't do the work to get it back. Yes. Like Seinfeld did the work to get it back. Totally. You know? And uh, the guy's a monster, uh, but Cosby did the work to get it back. Yeah. You know? So um, – and Seinfeld, Cosby, um, I'm sure – Louis C.K. will do the work. And uh, whatever happens, happens. It's uh, I it, – I don't have any – whatever. So, uh, but the, yeah, I think – but it, but in both Two Weeks Notice and in Music and Lyrics, there was this weird B-plot about eating disorders. There was like an overeating thing that was happening.
1: Oh, you know what? I, I actually have something to say about this. Please do. <laughs> I hate – this archetype that we have decided is cute or sexy in um on tv and in movies that is like this tiny cute woman that just eats all day and it's like something that makes her quirky Good because what Gilmore Girls was full of that. Gilmore Girls that it was the, entirely. I, full I of it. Was, it was actually. Maddening. I was very into Gil- Gilmore Girls when I was Gilmore younger. Girls. I watched it from start to finish when it was on. Power TV. of the Sun. I love that thing. Yeah, I, I really love Gilmore Girls, um, but it's flawed. But, but they, the when I watch it now, when I watch like reruns or whatever, what stands out to me is that uh, they're depicting like this idea of. Um, like a man's ideal woman. And it's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like these, tiny women that just eat constantly and don't give a fuck, but stay magically small. Magically
0: small and magically tricked out in the greatest clothes in the world, but she's supposed to be a single mom. Yeah. And not getting any help from her parents even though they're fabulously wealthy.
1: Yeah. Where are you getting those citizen's jeans, Lauren Graham? (laughs) I know you're not getting those citizen's jeans at TJ Maxx, (laughs) okay?
0: Exactly.
1: Um, But. Yeah. Because, and I'm speaking, this is very very personal, but I am a binge eater. I have been a binge eater um, since childhood, yeah. and it is a very painful thing. And I think you know, if anybody was like said to me, "Oh, it's like adorable how you can't control right. yourself in front of a plate of food," I would tell them to go pound Fuck sand. Yes. Yeah,
0: fair enough. It's uh, yeah. There's, I mean, there's, it's weird. That, cause, because a lot of these movies are – we love them so much because they trigger really like, yes, I want to be the best dancer. Yes, I want to be um, the best writer. I want to be this – But I don't want to put any effort into it. Right. I want to be this effortless lawyer who can also – you know, do whatever, you know, order seven orders of
1: Chinese food. Yeah. I, it's kind of like um, I have this fantasy and I think a lot of people have this fantasy. Sometimes I'll hear a song that I like mm-hmm. and I will fantasize that I am playing the song and or singing the song sure. live yeah. to a group of people and they're so impressed. And they're into it. And they're you're into it. it. I'm nailing it. I'm giving the performance of my life. But meanwhile, I stopped playing guitar when I was 11 years old. Uh, Right. I could maybe do, you know, three chords and not in any order that would make up a song. And I don't have a good singing voice. But if I wanted to go for those things, I could. You could. It's just much easier to fantasize about it on the train. I want to have
0: written a novel.
1: I don't want to write a novel. Yeah, who does? It's a lot of work. And every
0: time I meet someone who's written a novel, I'm like, you're incredible. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's what I do. But then people meet me and they're like, you do stand-up. And I was like, yeah, it's what I want to do. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally you have to find something that you do want to do. And then there's all of these other things that our movies are for, which is, uh, you know, you can live vicariously through the dance. Totally. And, um, and you know, whatever. Um, by the way, it's an hour.
1: It's been the best hour of my life. This has
0: been a a fascinating (laughs) hour, (laughs) as we went deep into three very danceable
1: movies. And you know what? An hour is not even quite enough time to watch a full-length feature dance movie. No, no. So, but I gave you three at least. You really did. And these are these
0: are good ones, everybody. I've been talking with Emily Lubin. It is at Lubination on Twitter, at Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter, and Hot Mess Comedy hour on Instagram, and that's what it is on iTunes. Yes. So thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Alright, and Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around. My My hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance, and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance,
1: it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance.
0: Yay!